Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 51. This episode is called The Next One, because what's happening throughout the book of Numbers is we're seeing the need for a next one, a next leader, a next group of people to the next generation. And none of those things actually solves the problem of people who reject God and refuse to really serve him and worship him. And that's why the good news is that what we'll read at the end is Luke chapter 2, where we read about the true next one, Jesus himself, who comes to do what no one else could do, and that is to draw people, his own people, back to God into new living relationship with him. And so let's read about this next one, the need for the next one that starts in Numbers, and then the story of the next one in Luke. And we'll start with Numbers chapter 25. When Israel lived in Shittim, the people began to commit sexual immorality with the daughters of Moab. These women invited the people to the sacrifices of their gods. Then the people ate and bowed down to their gods. When Israel joined themselves to Baal Peor, the anger of the Lord flared up against Israel. The Lord said to Moses, Arrest all the leaders of the people and hang them up before the Lord in broad daylight so that the fierce anger of the Lord may be turned away from Israel. So Moses said to the judges of Israel, Each of you must execute those of his men who were joined to Baal Peor. Just then, one of the Israelites came and brought to his brothers a Midianite woman in the plain view of Moses and of the whole community of the Israelites while they were weeping at the entrance of the tent of meeting. When Phinehas, son of Eliezer, the son of Aaron, the priest, saw it, he got up from among the assembly, took a javelin in his hand, and went after the Israelite man into the tent and thrust through the Israelite man and into the woman's abdomen. So the plague was stopped from the Israelites. Those that died in the plague were 24,000. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, has turned my anger away from the Israelites, when he manifested such zeal for my sake among them, so that I did not consume the Israelites in my zeal. Therefore announce, I am going to give to him my covenant of peace, so it will be to him and his descendants after him a covenant of permanent priesthood, because he has been zealous for his God and has made atonement for the Israelites." Now the name of the Israelite who was stabbed, the one who was stabbed with the Midianite woman, was Zimri, son of Zalu, a leader of the clan of the Zimeonites. The name of the Midianite woman who was killed was Cosby, daughter of Zur. He was a leader of the people of a clan of Midian. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Bring trouble to the Midianites and destroy them, because they bring trouble to you by their treachery with which they have deceived you in the matter of Peor, and in the matter of Cosby, the daughter of a prince of Midian, their sister, who was killed on the day of the plague that happened as a result of Peor. After the plague, the Lord said to Moses and to Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, Take a census of the whole community of Israelites from twenty years old and upward, by their clans, every one who can serve in the army. So Moses and Eleazar the priest spoke with them in the Rift Valley plains of Moab, along the Jordan River across from Jericho. They said, Number the people from twenty years old and upward, just as the Lord commanded Moses and the Israelites who went out from the land of Egypt. Reuben was the firstborn of Israel. The Reubenites from Hanak, the family of the Hanakites, from Palu, the family of the Paluites, 
from Hezron, the family of the Hezronites, from Carmi, the family of the Carmites. These were the families of the Reubenites, and those numbered were 43,730. Palu's descendant was Eliab. Eliab's descendants were Nemuel, Dathan, and Abiram. It was Dathan and Abiram who, as leaders of the community, rebelled against Moses and Aaron with the followers of Korah when they rebelled against the Lord. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed them and Korah at the time that company died, when the fire consumed 250 men. So they became a warning, but the descendants of Korah did not die. The Simeonites, by their families, from Nemuel, the family of the Nemuelites, from Jamin, the family of the Jaminites, from Jachin, the family of the Jachinites, from Zerah, the family of the Zerites, and from Shual, the family of the Shualites. These were the families of the Simeonites, 22,200. The Gadites, by their families, from Zephon, the family of the Zephonites, from Haggai, the family of the Haggites, from Shuni, the family of the Shunites, from Osni, the family of the Osnites, from Eri, the family of the Erites, from Erod, the family of the Eridites, and from Ereli, the family of the Erelites. These were the families of the Gadites, according to those numbered of them, 40,500. The descendants of Judah were Ur and Onan, but Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan. And the Judahites by their families were Shelah from the family of the Shelites, from Perez, the family of the Perizzites, from Zerah, the family of the Zerites, and from the Perizzites were Hezron, the family of the Hezronites, from Hamul, the family of the Hamulites. These were the families of Judah, according to those numbered of them, 76,500. The Iskarites by their families, from Tola, the family of the Tolites, from Pua, the family of the Puites, from Jashub, the family of the Jashubites, and from Jimron, the family of the Jimronites. These were the families of Issachar, according to those numbered of them, 64,300. The Zebulonites by their families were Zered, from the family of the Zardites, from Elon, the family of the Elonites, from Jahilil, the family of the Jalilites. These were the families of the Zebulonites, according to those numbered of them, 60,500. The descendants of Joseph by their families, Manasseh and Ephraim, the Manassehites from Makar, the family of the Makarites. Now Makar became the father of Gilead. From Gilead, the family of the Gileadites. These were the Gileadites from Ezer, the family of the Ezerites. From Helek, the family of the Helekites. From Azrael, the family of the Azraelites. From Shechem, the family of the Shechemites. From Jimada, the family of the Jimadites. From Hefer, the family of the Heferites. Now Zelophelad. The son of Hefer had no sons, but only daughters. And the names of the daughters of the Cephalad were Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milcah, and Terza. These were the families of Manasseh. Those numbered of them were 52,700. These are the Ephraimites by their families. From Shuthalah, the family of the Shuthalites. From Becher, the family of the Becherites. From Tahan, the family of the Tahanites. Now these were the Shuhalites from Aaron, the family of Aaronites. These were the families of the Ephraimites, according to those numbered of them, 32,500. These were the descendants of Joseph by their families. The Benjaminites by their families, from Bela, the family of the Belites, from Ashbel, the family of the Ashbelites, from, Abahi- from Ahiram, the family of the Hiramites, from Shufan, the family of the Shufamites, from Hufam, the family of the Hufamites. The descendants of Bela were Ard and Naaman, from Ard were the family of the Ardites, and from Naaman, the family of the Naamanites. These are the Benjaminites, according to their families, and according to those numbered of them, 45,600. These are the Danites, by their families. 
from Shuham, the family of Shuhamites. These were the families of Dan, according to their families. All the families of the Shuhamites, according to those numbered of them, were 64,400. The Asherites, by their families, from Imna, the family of the Imnahites, from Ishvi, the family of the Ishvites, from Berei, the family of the Bereites, from Bereites, from Heber, the family of the Heberites, from Malkiel, the family of the Malkielites. Now the name of the daughter of Asher was Zerah. These are the families of the Asherites, according to those numbered of them, 53,400. The Naphtalites, by their families, from Jaziel, the family of the Jazielites, from Guni, the family of the Guniites, from Jezer, the family of the Jezerites, from Jilim, the family of the Jilamites. These were the families of the Naphtali, according to their families, and those numbered of them were 45,400. Those who were numbered of the Israelites were 601,730. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, To these the land must be divided as an inheritance according to the number of the names. To a larger group you will give a larger inheritance, and to a smaller group you will give a smaller inheritance. To each one its inheritance must be given according to the number of people in it. The land must be divided by lot, and they will inherit in accordance with the names of their ancestral tribes. Their inheritance must be apportioned by lot among the larger and smaller groups. And these are the Levites who are numbered according to their families, from Gershon, the family of the Gershonites, of Kohath, the family of the Kohathites, from Merari, the family of the Merariites. From the, these are the families of the Levites, the family of the Libnites, the family of the Hebronites, the family of the Malites, the family of the Mushites, the family of the Kohites. The Kohath became the father of Amram. Now the name of Amram's wife was Jochebed, daughter of Levi, who was born to Levi in Egypt. And Amram, to Amram, she bore Aaron, Moses, and Miriam, their sister. And to Aaron were born Nadab and Abihu, Eliezer and Ithamar. But Nadab and Abihu died when they offered strange fire before the Lord. Those of the Levites who were numbered were 23,000, all males from a month old and upward. For they were not numbered among the Israelites. No inheritance was given to them among the Israelites. These are those who are numbered by Moses and Eliezer the priest, whose number, who numbered the Israelites in the Rift Valley plains of Moab along the Jordan River opposite Jericho. But there was not a man among those who had been among those numbered by Moses and Aaron the priest when they numbered the Israelites in the desert of Sinai. For the Lord had said to them, They will surely die in the wilderness. And there was not left a single man of them except Caleb son of Jephun and Joshua son of Nun. Then the daughters of Salophiad, the son of Hefer, son of Gilead, the son of Machir, the son of Manasseh of the families of Manasseh, the son of Joseph, came forward. Now these are the names of his daughters, Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milcah, and Terza. And they stood before Moses and Eleazar the priest and the leaders of the whole assembly at the entrance of the tent of meeting and said, Our father died in the wilderness, although he was not part of the company of those that gathered themselves together against the Lord in the company of Korah, but he died for his own sin, and he had no sons. Why should the name of our father be lost from among his family, because he had no son? Give us a possession among the relatives of our father. So Moses brought their case before the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, The daughters of Salophihad have a valid claim. You must indeed give them possession of an inheritance among their father's, father's relatives, and you must transfer the inheritance of their father to them. And you must tell the Israelites, If a man dies and has no son, then you must transfer his inheritance to his daughter. And if he has no daughter, then you are to give his inheritance to his brothers. And if he has no brothers, then you are to give his inheritance to his father's brothers. 
And if he is, his father has no brothers, then you are to give his inheritance to his relative nearest to him from his family, and he will possess it. This will be for the Israelites a legal requirement as the Lord commanded Moses. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go up this mountain of the Abiram range and see the land I have given to all the Israelites. When you have seen it, you will be gathered to your ancestors, as Aaron your brother was gathered to his ancestors. For in the wilderness of Zin, when the community rebelled against me, you rebelled against my command to show me as holy before their eyes over the water, the water of Meribah and Kadesh, in the wilderness of Zin. Then Moses spoke to the Lord, Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all humankind, appoint a man over the community who will go out before them, and who will come in before them, and who will lead them out, and who will bring them in, so that the community of the Lord may not be like sheep that have no shepherd. The Lord replied to Moses, Take Joshua, son of Nun, a man in whom is the Spirit, and lay your hand on him. Set him before Eliezer the priest and before the whole community, and commission him publicly. Then you must delegate some of your authority to him, so that the whole community of the Israelites will be obedient. And he will stand before Eliezer the priest, who will seek counsel for him before the Lord by the decision of the Urim. At his command they will go out, and at his command they will come in, he and all the Israelites with him, the whole community. So Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He took Joshua and set him before Eliezer the priest and before the whole community. He laid his hands on him and commissioned him, just as the Lord commanded by the authority of Moses. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command the Israelites with regard to my offering. Be sure to offer my food for my offering made by fire as a pleasing aroma to me at its appointed time. You will say to them, This is the offering made by fire that you must offer to the Lord, two unblemished lambs, one year old each day, for a continual burnt offering. The first lamb you must offer in the morning, and the second lamb you must offer in the late afternoon. With one-tenth of an ethoth of finely ground flour as a grain offering, mixed with one quarter of a hin of pressed olive oil. It is a continual burnt offering that was instituted on Mount Sinai as a pleasing aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. And its drink offering must be one quarter of a hin of, for each lamb. You must pour out the strong drink as a drink offering to the Lord in the holy place. And the second lamb you must offer in the late afternoon, just as you offer the grain offering and the drink offering in the morning, you must offer it as an offering made by fire, as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. On the Sabbath day, you must offer two unblemished lambs a year old and two-tenths of an ephoth of finely ground flour as a grain offering, mixed with olive oil, along with its drink offering. This is the burnt offering every Sabbath, besides the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. On the first day of each month, you must offer as a burnt offering to the Lord two young bulls, one ram and seven unblemished lambs a year old, with three-tenths of an ephoth of finely ground flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering for each bull, and two-tenths of an ephoth of finely ground flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering for the ram, and one-tenth of an ephoth of finely ground flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering for each lamb, as a burnt offering for a pleasing aroma, an offering made to, by fire to the Lord. For their drink offerings include half a hin of wine with each bull, one-third of a hin for the ram, and one-fourth of a hin for each lamb. This is the burnt offering for each month throughout the months of the year, and one male goat must be offered to the Lord as a purification offering in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. On the fourteenth day of the first month is the Lord's Passover, and on the fifteenth day of this month is the festival. For seven days bread made without yeast must be eaten, and on the first day there is to be a holy assembly. You must do no ordinary work on it. 
But you must offer up to the Lord an offering made by fire, a burnt offering of two young bulls, one ram, and seven lambs, one year old. They must all be unblemished. And their grain offering is to be of finely ground flour mixed with olive oil. For each bull you must offer three-tenths of an ephah and two-tenths for the ram. For each of the seven lambs you are to offer one-tenth of an ephah, as well as one goat for a purification offering to make atonement for you. You must offer these in addition to the burnt offering in the morning that is for a continual burnt offering. In this manner you must offer daily throughout the seven days the food of the sacrifice made by fire as a sweet aroma to the Lord. It is to be offered in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. On the seventh day you are to have a holy assembly. You must do no regular work. Also, on the day of the first fruits, when you bring a new grain offering to the Lord during your feast of weeks, you are to have a holy assembly. You must do no ordinary work, but you must offer as a burnt offering, as a sweet aroma to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, and seven lambs, one year old, with their grain offering of finely ground flour mixed with olive oil, three-tenths of an ephah for each bull, two-tenths for one the one ram, with one-tenth for each of the seven lambs, as well as one male goat to make an atonement for you. You are to offer them with their drink offerings in addition to the continual burnt offering and its grain offering. They must be unblemished. We'll leave it there for today in the book of Numbers. We're almost done this book, but we see this continual realization of the need for someone to take over leadership, for someone to be the person that will lead the people in a way that will bring them closer to God. And the whole Old Testament keeps talking about that until we realize that nobody of the Old Testament was able to do that until we meet the person we meet in Luke chapter 2, which we'll read now. Now in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus to register all the empire for taxes. This was the first registration taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. Everyone went to his own town to be registered. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family line of David. He went to be registered with Mary, who was promised in marriage to him, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. Now there were shepherds nearby, living out in the field, keeping guard over their flock at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were absolutely terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Listen carefully, for I proclaim to you good news that brings great joy to all the people. Today, your Savior is born in the city of David. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a vast heavenly army appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among people with whom he is pleased. When the angels left them and went back to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place that the Lord has made known to us. So they hurried off and located Mary and Joseph and found the baby lying in a manger. When they saw him, they related what they had been told about this child, and all who heard it were astonished at what the shepherd said. But Mary treasured up all these words, pondering in her heart what they meant. So the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, everything just as they had been told. At the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was named Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Now when the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary brought Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male will be set apart to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is specified in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. 
Now there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon who was righteous and devout, looking for the restoration of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So Simeon, directed by the Spirit, came into the temple courts, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary according to the law, Simeon took him in his arms and blessed him, saying, Now according to your word, O sovereign Lord, permit your servant to depart in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. So the child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, Listen carefully, this child is destined to be the cause of falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be rejected. Indeed, as a result of him, the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul as well. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was very old, having been married to her husband for seven years until his death. She had lived as a widow since then for 84 years. She never left the temple, worshipping with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment, she came up to them and began to give thanks to God and speak about the child to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. So when Joseph and Mary had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Now Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem every year for the feast of the Passover. When he was 12 years old, they went up according to the custom. But when the feast was over, as they were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it, but because they assumed that he was with their group of travelers, they went a day's journey. Then they began to look for him among their relatives and acquaintances. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard Jesus were astonished at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were overwhelmed. His mother said to him, Child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been looking for you anxiously. But he replied, Why were you looking for me? Didn't you know that I must be in my father's house? Yet his parents did not understand the remark he made to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and with all the people. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996-2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music. You're-